What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. You irritate or vex me. I'm known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you. You die. If you're going to go a little crazy, you might as well sit back and enjoy the ride. From one of the most famous villains of all time in any universe, DC, Marvel, anything. From the former Dr. Harleen Quinzel. That was her name. And she obviously changed her name to Harley Quinn, which Margot Robbie played brilliantly. And admittingly, it's hard not to look at the screen and kind of go, ooh, very, she's, she's quite attractive. She's quite a hot, very attractive woman, so I will, will not deny that. But it's hard to look away, and her acting is great, and the way she plays the role is very, very interesting. But I've always wanted to give Harley her full story, her full episode. So I did some research from DC and from Wikipedia, and from even I went to Marvel just to see comparison. So like, if anything comes close to Harley, now I think there are villains that can be comparable. That Thanos. There are villains that can be comparable to Harley, or even worse. But Harley has something about her that villains don't have or couldn't have in the DC, Marvel, whatever, multiverses and the universes. They just... Harley is one of a kind. She's one of her own. One of her own kind. Well, duh. <laughs> Harley is one in a billion. And sometimes, love can make people do crazy things. Other times, it drives them completely insane. Such is the case with Harley Quinn. Obviously, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, a promising psychologist and intern at the Arkham Asylum in Gotham City. Harleen was given the chance to get up close and personal with the Joker, who I've been able to find, been able to do research on, and not been able to find what his actual real name was, or what it, I, I have never been able, I find hints that he was the Red Hood or the Red Baron or something like that before he snapped, before he became the Joker. But I've never had a definitive, gotten a definitive answer as to what his name was or to who he was or to what he was. And it's just, it's, it's, interest, it's interesting. So Harleen was given a chance to get up close and personal with with the Joker, an experience that would end, that would end, would end up ending badly. Harleen became obsessed with her subject, and after falling madly in love with the clown prince of crime, she helped him escape the asylum. Her love of the Joker inspired Harley to adopt her new identity. The Joker's sidekick, sidekick slash love interest, whether he wanted one or not. Most of the time, he didn't. In time, Harley came to realize the Joker was holding her back, and she struck out on her own. She became an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and a member of several 
slightly less than reputable super teams, including the famous Suicide Squad, Gotham's and Gotham's all Gotham's all girl gang, the Gotham City Sirens, and a travel as well as a traveling sideshow. Along to her, along the way, Harley has become one of the most popular supervillains in the DC universe, the DC or any universe. That's my, I I, I hit that hard. I insist on that. Not in any universe, any universe, not just DC that created her. Thanks in part to her versatility, charisma, and cheery but deranged outlook on life. There's a lot to how what Harley became and how many people have portrayed her. And it's interesting the the voices and the actors that actresses that played Harley. And I'm trying to look for there we go. Different I was trying to look for in my notes here for the I wrote them down are the actresses that played Harley. And she was originally interesting. She was originally voiced by Arlene Sorkin in the DC animated universe. She has since appeared in various other projects, voiced by actresses such as Tara Strong, Hinden Walsh, Laura Bailey, Jenny Slate, Bernadette Marianne Rostenkowski on The Big Bang Theory, Melissa Rausch, Laura Post, and, speaking of The Big Bang Theory, Penny, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee later provided the character's voice in the 2019 animated series Harley Quinn. Mia Sarah portrayed the character in the 2002 television series Birds of Prey. I watched that series a couple times. It was pretty good. I pretty I liked it. And in the DC Extended Universe, she was played by Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, and The Suicide Squad. I have a feeling they went with a title to The Suicide Squad just because they didn't want to reuse Suicide Squad. It had already been used, and they didn't want to bring up old memories of a movie that a lot of critics that I've seen have panned and I don't get it it wasn't it wasn't a bad movie maybe in some respects it wasn't everything that everyone turned wanted it wanted it to be or that everyone hoped it would be some acting in certain areas kind of bombed it but it wasn't a horrible movie it wasn't bad I always kind of wonder when I've seen the trailers for the Suicide Squad why it had to be made again. Now it's just it's just this curiosity of mine. And it led me to do like I said earlier, it led me to do some research. Harley was created by Paul Dini and Bruce Tim for the Batman and for Batman the animated series, the episode entitled Joker's Favor, in nineteen ninety two. Initially written as an animated equivalent of a rock on roll, Harley was intended to appear in just one episode. As Paul Dini was putting together the story for the episode, he thought of giving the character Joker a female hench person, inspired by the malls of 1960s live-action Batman series. Dini based Harley Quinn on a roller-skating jester from a dream sequence in the soap opera Days of Our Lives, which is played by his colleague, which is played by his colleague and his friend Arlene Sorkin. Dini then incorporated aspects of Sorkin's personality into the character and got Sorkin to voice her. In recording Harley Quinn's voice, Sorkin spoke in her normal Brooklyn accent while putting in a little, while putting in a little quote, 
a little Yiddish sound. Since Dini made the character Jewish, another aspect of the character borrowed from Sorkin, Harley Quinn was also inspired by a mutual female friend, stormy but non-violent relationship. The Dini's relationship with that person. The name Harley Quinn is a play on Harlequin, a stock character from the 16th century Italian physical comedy, Theatre Commedia dell'Arte. Dini named the character Harley Quinn to be in line with other Batman characters' names being puns, and also because he thought Harley was a fun name for a girl. I kind of agree with that. It is a good name. I like it. In designing the character, Bruce Tim did a simplified supervillain version of a traditional Harlequin gear. From the Commedia dell'arte original, he took, he took the jester hat, ruffled collar, and diamond pattern and put them on a red and black bodysuit, in which the diamonds were strategically placed on for easier animation. Tim then took Harley Quinn's red and black motif from the Golden Age comic book character Daredevil. That makes a heck of a lot of sense. When you picture Matt Murdock, who is Daredevil, when you picture Matt Murdock in your head and you picture how he looks, and then you picture Harley, Harley's original outfit, her original getup, you can see how they're, they're connected. You can see how they make sense. Kind of, kind of perfect for Daddy's little monster. In uh, Dini had previously made a rough design for the character, which Tim approved of. After seeing Harley in a rough cut of the Joker's favor, the producers of Batman the Animated Series, which included Dini and Tim, were impressed with the result, which Dini, with Dini wanting to bring the character back for more episodes. Tim and another producer, Alan Burnett, were initially reluctant of this and thought, and thought that giving the Joker a girlfriend played more towards his comedic side and when humanizing him too much, which, con which contrasted their vision for the Joker as a character who is a serious threat and possibly a serious threat as po who is as serious a threat as possible to Batman. Now, if you ask me, Harley was always more of a, more of a bigger threat. Harley has always been more of a bigger threat to to Batman than the Joker ever was. Now, sure, the Joker is, in cap is capable of just about everything, and the Joker has a horrendous dark side, but the Joker has a weakness. The Joker has weaknesses. Other than several other things, his biggest weakness is Harley. Harley... Arguably, you can see, you can argue after seeing Birds of Birds of Prey, the movie. You could argue that Harley's weak side is Mr. J. But as the movie poses and as her character creation poses, is that Mr. J isn't really a weak side. Mr. J is is her strength. It 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 encourages her and forces her to be more of the person she always was more of more of the wild card more of the dangerous person and it pushes her and she gets stronger and more envelope pushing she she gets more than what she was with mr j 
So the argument is easily made that she was always more of a threat to Batman than he ever was and ever could be. Nevertheless, months after Joker's favor, Harley made a second appearance on the show in the, in the episode The Laughing Fish and became the Joker's love interest. Harley gained popularity with fans of the animated series with the character being featured more on the show and eventually starring in her own episodes such as 1993's Harley and Ivy which introduced a friendship between Harley and fellow supervillain Poison Ivy in 1994's in 1994's Harlequinade and Harley's Holiday which explored Harley Quinn's life with the Joker. Harley then became a recurring character in the DC animated universe, appearing in the animated series sequel The New Batman Adventures, and in non-Batman animation such as Superman the Animated Series, Static Shock, and Justice League. On the February 7th, 19 on February 7th, the February 7th on February 7th, 1994, she made her first appearance in a video game in the Adventures of Batman and Robin, an action platformer based on Batman the Animated Series. Because of her popularity, Harley was adapted into DC comic books. In September of 1993, a year following Harley's first appearance in Batman the Animated Series, the character made her comic book debut in the 12th issue of the Batman Adventures, a series set in the universe of the Animated Series and became a regular character. In 1997, she appeared in the story Batman Thrill Killer, released under Elseworlds, a DC Comics imprint that published out of continually alternate reality stories, that published out of, continu out of continuity alternate reality stories. I just completely and totally butchered that. <laughs> Thank you for hanging with me, everyone. <laughs> I just lost my place. There it is. In 1999, she became a, 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 a canonical character with the release of Batman Harley Quinn 1, number 1. In February of 94, the one-shot The Batman Adventures Mad Love, recounting Harley's origin, was released. Written by Dini and drawn by Tim, the story marks their first comic book collaboration. Mad Love introduces Harley as a former psychiatrist named Harleen Quinzel, who fell in love with the Joker during her internship at Gotham City's Arkham Asylum, and the details for her transformation into the Joker's villainous accomplice, Harley, as well as the Joker's abusive treatment of Harley. He was always very... I, that's why I always think that to say that he that she was the Joker's girlfriend is kind of twisting it or pushing it quite a bit. He was very abusive of her and he was very so she she was more like his side piece. She was more like an accessory or a side piece to him, to his nuttiness. And she was and I was realized and I always thought that she was much more than that. She was much more keep capable than much deeper. So it was always, it always struck me as a misuse of her character, a misuse of who she was. And 
The story received wide praise and won the Eisner and Harvey Awards for Best Singular Issues in the same year and was later adapted into an episode of the same name in the new Batman Adventures in 1999. Harley was adapted into the main DC Universe with the 1999 one-shot graphic novel Batman Harley Quinn written by Dini and voiced and voiced by Yvel Guichet. The story put Harley's origin in the middle of the in the middle of the no man's land storyline. It introduced a darker version of Harley and the Joker's relationship to reflect the Joker's character in the comics, and also Harley's immunity to toxins improved strength from her friendship with Poison Ivy. While pursuing new assignments at DC Comics offices in New York City, Carl Kessel was approached by former DC editor Matt Idelson to create a pitch for Harley's first ongoing series, which Carl accepted, being a fan of the character after having read Dini's Mad Love. Kessel chose Ter Terry Dodson as the artist for the series, whose art Kessel thought complemented the character's cartoonish roots and worldview. Kessel called Kessel called Dodson and asked him if he was interested in working on the comic, to which Dodson agreed, and the two worked for a month on their proposal for the series, which was to make com which was to make a comic about love gone horribly, terribly wrong. The proposal was accepted by DC Comics, and the pair began working on the series with Kessel and Dodson both. Dodson. Kessel and Dodson both being involved in the storytelling. When Dodson bringing his wife, Rachel Dodson, to ink, Kessel's run on the series began being published in December 2000 and was about Harley leaving the Joker and becoming a solo criminal alongside a supporting cast of henchmen named the Quintets. Because of the underwhelming sales, his 25-issue run ended in December 2002, and DC decided to change the creative team. The series was given to writer A.J. Lieberman and artist Mike Huddleston and Troy Nixie by... <coughs> Sorry, everyone. Allergy cough, as you all know. And took... by Troy Nixie by Idelson and took on a, on a grittier and darker direction, contrasting Kessel's run. The decision, the decision renewed interest in the character, but the sales remained lackluster, and the series was cancelled in 2003. About the Gotham City Sirens, there's not a lot I've been able to find, and not a lot I've been able to see, about what the Gotham City Sirens were and are. I had to go, because the movies are the Suicide Squad. You know, the original one with Deadshot, and I can't remember any of the other names. Please help me out, anyone. Um, so it's, it's just interesting. After a series of scarce appearances in comics, Harley resurfaced in a leading role in the 2009 series Gotham City Sirens, a team up, a team up title created by Dini. The series brought together Batman's most popular female villains, Harley, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy, in an unstable alliance. 
The series also expanded on Harley's background and in, and early life. In Gotham City Sirens 7, number 7, Deanie established the characters in hometown being Brooklyn and also introduced her dysfunctional family, with her swindling father being described as the main reason for her pursuing psychiatry. The first several issues of Gotham City Sirens were written by Dini and illustrated by by, Gil, by Guillaume Marsh. Gil, yep, Guillaume Marsh. Other create other creatives who work for the series include writers Tony Bedard and Peter Calloway, and artist David Lopez, Andres Guinaldo, Peter Gwen. Sorry, butchering that last name. My apologies. Jeremy Hahn and Ramon Box. The series was canceled in August 2011 for the New 52, for the New 52 DC Comics relaunch of their entire comic line. In as part of the New 52 reboot in September 2011, Harley was reintroduced by Adam Glass as a prominent member of the supervillain ta- Team Task Force X in the relaunch Suicide Squad. And other changes were made to the character. Her appearance had been modified, with her jester costume getting replaced with a revealing ensemble, consisting of a corset and hot pants, her skin being bleached white, and her hair being altered to half black and half red, while her personality had been depicted to be more violent and psychopathic than her former iteration. In this series... Glass separated Harley from the Joker and explored her becoming her own person, with the Suicide Squad becoming a family to her. In an interview with MTV, Glass had stated, Harley's always wanted to become something, and if not Joker, then the team. And she's finding herself in all this. She's finding her place in the world, that she's not just a sidekick. Suicide Squad was cancelled in April 2014 to coincide with the conclusion of the Forever Evil storyline. In the seventh issue of Suicide Squad, Glass revealed Harley's origin story, making it reflect the Joker's origin. In the story, the Joker takes Harley and Quinzel to the chemical plant where he originated and pushes her into a vat of chemicals against her will which bleaches her skin and drives her insane, resulting in her transformation into Harley, similar to the Joker's transformation in his origins, which I have not read nor do I know anything about. The origin, yeah, I don't know a lot about the Joker. The origin was was received negatively by fans of the character, who felt that it that its removal of Harley's of Harley's choice to become the Joker's accomplice herself as depicted in her previous origin, Mad Love, took out an essential part of her character. Harley's second ongoing series, written by husband and wife Jim Jim Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, with the interior art illustrated by Chad Harden and John Timms, explored Harley leaving the Gotham, living Gotham City and starting her own life in her hometown of Brooklyn depicting her as a landlord in Coney Island where she shares an apartment building with her own supporting cast of sideshow freaks. 
considered to be the most defi- considered to be the most defining writers to work on the character since the originals Deanie and Tim, Palmiotti and Connor reinvented Harley as an anti-hero who has left her abusive relationship with the Joker, establishing the modern incarnation of the character seen in most media today. In contrast to Harley's depiction in in Glass's Suicide Squad, Palmiotti and Connor wrote Harley with a light-hearted, cartoonish, and humorous tone, and her costume has also been changed with a roller derby-inspired costume designed by Connor, which incorporates Connor's favorite aspects of Harley's early costume and her costume in Glass's Suicide Squad. The series began being published in November 2013, starting with Harley Quinn Zero, number zero, which brought together 17 comic book artists, including Harley co-creator Bruce Timm, to illustrate a fourth wall-breaking story about Harley thinking of the artist that could illustrate her in her own comic book series. The rest of the series deals with Harley's adventures in Coney Island with her supporting cast. In Harley Quinn number 25, Palmiotti and Connor reunited Harley with the Joker after two years of not being together in comics. The story depicts Harley returning to Gotham City to confront the Joker and end their relationship. With Harley's longtime friend Poison Ivy being a recurring character in the series, Palmiotti and Connor built, their, built on their relationship and hinted at romantic feelings between the two characters. Poison Ivy is shown kissing Harley multiple times throughout the series, and a sexual relationship between them was alluded to in the 25th issue. When asked regarding the relationship in a Twitter Q&A, Palmiotti and Connor replied, Yes, they are girlfriends, without the jealousy of monogamy. The new 52 Harley series received positive reception, and it was also, and was also one of the DC Comics' top-selling series at the time it was being published. The series was ended for the DC Rebirth launch of DC's titles. There are several controversies that swirl around. I mean, knowing Harley's character, it doesn't it's not too much of a stretch. It makes a lot of sense. But there's a lot of controversies swirling around Harley and swirling around the comic books and the legends. And it's really interesting. The cover of the first issue of the New 52 Suicide Squad drew controversy for its sexualized portrayal of Harley. This also caused some fans of the character to send glass hate mail and personal threats. (coughs) And I lost my place, because now I had to go back to Wikipedia and the page just jumped. In September, there it is. In September 2013, DC Comics announced an art contest entitled Break Into Comics with Harley, in which contestants were, were to draw Harley in four different suicide scenarios. This contest drew controversy not only because it was announced close to National Suicide Prevention Week, but, but because some artists did not like the sexualized portrayal of Harley in the fourth scenario, in which the character attempts suicide while naked in her bathtub. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, American Psychiatric Association, and National Alliance on Mental Illness 
all responded to the controversy in an emailed group statement to the Huffington Post, simply stating, we are, we are disappointed that DC Comics has decided to host a contest looking for artists to develop ways to depict suicide attempts by one of its, ma- by one of its main villains. After seeing the reactions to the contest, DC Comics apologized, saying they should have made it clear it was, it was a dream sequence that was not supposed to be taken seriously. In the final version, the bathtub scene was cut and replaced with Harley sitting on a rocket while flying in space. In 2016, the DC Rebirth event, event relaunched DC Comics' entire line of comic book titles. Harley appears as a recurring character in the relaunched Suicide Squad series, written by Rob Williams. The series was canceled in January 2019. Harley's relaunched, Harley's relaunched ongoing series is a direct continuation of the former with Connor and Palmiotti still writing for the character, and Hardin and, Tim, Hardin and Tim's illustrating the interior art. Connor, Connor and Palmiotti's run, Harley Quinn, ended with the 34th issue of the series, with Sam Humphreys taking over the title. That series ended in August 2020. Harley's, Harley's current ongoing series, written by Stephanie Phillips and illustrated by Riley Rosmo, depicts Harley going back to Gotham City to reinvent herself. There's a lot about Harley's legacy and a lot about what she did and a lot about what she is. And the fact, one of the things that's very admirable about her is that she does all this stuff. She does everything because she wants to do it. Because something in her, be that her dark side or, or her light side, her her villain or her anti-hero side, whatever villain or hero I meant to say, whatever that is, she does it because she wants to do it. Because, because there's a drive in her to do it. And what better way to to follow a fan to be a fan of someone to follow someone because they're doing something that they want to do now i don't support villains nor would i ever support villains but there's, there's a lot of psyche to harley to who she was and what she did what she does that's really it, doing something because you want to do it because it's part of who you are is is an admirable thing now whether that drives you to do evil, that that you should never do. That you should never do that. But, you know, I certainly would understand. I understand the aspect of her staying true to her heart and doing what she wants to do. And breaking out from Mr. J, breaking away from Mr. J, because he's she's not a side piece. She's not a, a plaything. She's her own thing to be reckoned with, as Margot Robbie constantly proved in all three films. And I'm sure because I haven't seen um, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, I'm, I will definitely say she's done in all three films. And she's proven that she can be her own and that she can push and she can do anything and everything. And 
she's she's beyond amazing. She's beyond incredible. So never, never do bad things. Never do evil things. But always follow your heart. Always follow what drives you on the inside and, and do something because you love it. Because it's your passion because what you want to do. Don't let society or don't let people tell you you should behave this way or you should act a certain way. Do do something because it's what you love doing. It's because of who you are. And Harley is a perfect example of doing something because you like it. Even if it's a bad thing, doing something because you like it. Now, yeah, you would, wouldn't want to ever want to be a villain, but, you know, doing something because you want to do it. I certainly understand that. So thank you all for hanging in there with me. Thank you all for listening so much. Sticking around for stick around for a little bit more in the end here. Want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there? True, true friends of this podcast. Check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. True magic is more than tricks. It's more than smoke and mirrors. It's happiness and the joy of entertainment and fun. It's about believing in something that's fantasy and just here to make you smile. That's what makes a person truly gifted. They just want to make you smile. And Vegas has one of those kind, gifted people. Do yourself a blessing you'll never forget. Visit Jen Kramer at the Westgate. See her show and follow her on Twitter at Jen Kramer Magic. Please join me in supporting and giving to the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project. When you donate to the Pride Foundation, you join thousands of supporters building a better, safer, more equitable world for LGBTQIA people and their families. Every gift, whether $1 or $1,000, makes an impact for real people and ripples outward into our communities. There are many different ways to join and help the fight. Also go on to their websites for the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project and donate and help in any way possible. The Trevor Project offers support and help for LGBTQIA youth all over the country and all over the world. Please show them some love and give them some support.